Hey, what's up, Builder Tribe? We're sitting here, we're introducing a new concept where we're just gonna go through the questions throughout this, this last week. And many of you had responded uh, that you had some stucks about recruiting and, and more specifically recruiting uh, direct sales, industry-related individuals, and uh, you know sales professionals that are out there maybe looking for work or out of work right now. And so we're gonna go podcast style here. Uh, we've got Tyler Nay and myself here, and we're just gonna go through and talk about our experiences of recruiting uh, individuals. We'll share some stories and examples, some bullet points that we think are helpful. So this is something that you can just listen in your car, uh, come back to it and reference it. And so let's jump into it and let's get started. How are you? Never had a bad day. That's good. <laughs> so awesome. Guys, uh, great questions to ask. So the, just to reiterate those two questions. So one was how do I connect with somebody who's already knocking doors and selling a product or a service with, within a different industry like pest control or satellite or alarms or even another solar rep because as you're out there working, you're running into these people from time to time and if they're smart, they're trying to recruit you. But if you're smarter, you'll be recruiting them and you'll have a better plan of how to do that. And so we wanna give you some of those tools. And then the next question was how do I recruit somebody who's already a career professional, they've already established themselves in a, in a job, they've you know, got their annual salary and they, they're just kind of comfortable with wh where they're at financially, but maybe they're not getting everything that they could be getting out of, out of their career, maybe potentially looking at, at a different opportunity. How do you approach that kind of an individual? So we just wanna go through and talk about these. And my thought, the, the first thing that came to me was, I would treat that individual the same way that I would treat a customer and that is by just seeking first to understand before I try to, to be understood, right? If we approach someone and we go into it just saying, hey, like you should come do what I do, they're, they're probably gonna get a little bit put off by it. They might get defensive. They might, you know, whether they're happy with their current situation or the company they're working with or not, if you go into it in full-on attack mode or aggressive with them, they might feel backed into a corner to a degree and and actually defend what they're already doing or who they're already doing with. But if you go into it and ask questions like, tell me, tell me what you like about where you're at. You know, like, what is it about the, the opportunity that piqued your interest that got you into direct sales? Like, how long have you been doing it? Like, just ask questions. People yeah. love to talk about themselves. Yeah, one of the things that's, important about that is if you're talking about it, it's because there's already a common interest for someone. If someone's asking what you do, they're either just genuine nice, um, but they're also like a little bit curious. They've seen something already in what you're doing. Maybe they see the fact that you're out going door to door and they kind of wish that they didn't work in an office and they could have more flexibility. And so they're, they, they, a lot of times direct salespeople they love what they're doing and they're happy and they have something that's different. And so they have that joy, that light, the happiness. And so when people see that, they, they are naturally curious and so they wanna know. And so a lot of times when we get asked those questions, it's the great segue just to, again, find out kind of what, what they are already into. You know, this time of year, I still have it after probably, you know, 12 years of direct sales summer. I don't know if you still kind of get like, May comes around, April, yeah. you start kind of getting that bug where this, it starts warming up. You feel like you should be packing your car and leaving. 
And so when I think about that, I think that there's, there's year-round direct sales people, uh, like a solar, maybe pest control here in some of the warmer markets, Arizona, Florida. And then you have the summer style, like uh, individuals. And those are guys that, you know, have, have maybe been looking for this exact opportunity um, or they're getting ready to go out. So they uh, maybe have the last few months have been preparing to go out for the summer. They're, they're looking to go to a different state and, and leave. And, and that's okay because right now they're always going to return. So if you're in the, if you're talking to someone with a pest control or a, a summer sales alarm or uh, maybe even some type of solar program where they're they're going away for a few months, um, they're going to be a little bit harder to recruit right now because they've their mind's already set of hey I'm leaving to Chicago or Tampa or some other place to sell. But the good thing is is if you keep in touch with those individuals, they're always going to come back from that lifestyle of moving and going. Although it's fun, eventually people have realized like hey I don't I don't want to be in this mark in this type of lifestyle all the time. And so it's real important just to to ask them those questions. What else do you, what like, how would you go from there? So one of the things that you mentioned that like really stood out to me is, you know, they might be leaving for a while or alternatively, maybe they've already got their job and they're, they're not thinking about making an exit right now. When it comes to recruiting, we have to, we have to be patient and play the long game. It's, it's more about building a relationship, especially if that relationship doesn't already exist, right? If you're reaching out to somebody that is a close friend, family member, somebody that you've known for a long time and you already have a really good, solid relationship with them, you can move a little bit quicker to get them into your tribe, right? And on your team and, and here with us. But if it's somebody that's, you know, a new relationship, you've got to build that relationship sometimes. And so be patient enough to, to plant seeds and just nurture that seed over time because they're thinking about it. You just text them while they're out there doing their thing. If they're, if they're in a summer sales program, just say, hey man, I was just thinking about you today. I'm out here on the doors. I know you are too, how's it going? And just plant that seed and, and cheer them on and like seriously be their friend. Because again, like this isn't just a one and done, you're selling and signing somebody up and then you move on to the next one. Like this is a relationship that you're trying to establish with someone so that they can come be part of your team and you can work with them for a lot of years to come and have a lot of success and good times together. And so be, be committed to playing the long game with this. Yeah, that's, that's so true. I mean, I think we've all experienced, and, and even you guys listening, when you find out a friend went and worked with another company. Yeah. And you're like, well, wait, like, wait a minute. Like, why? And then you try to do the immediate, well, well come work for me. I'll pay you more or do this. We got these tools, you don't have them. And it's because that relationship wasn't there. And so it's, it is important to be a fan and a cheerleader to encourage people on at whatever they're doing and give them you know, props when they have success and cheer them because when it's not right, they wanna feel comfortable that they can come to you and say, hey, you know what? I thought this was gonna be a good opportunity or I don't like my, my team or my manager or I, I just feel un, not fulfilled. You seem to always be doing good. You've even cheered me on when I was working for another company. Man, I would like to kind of learn a little bit more about what you do. And so that's, that's pretty neat, uh, a great tip to have. You know, one of the things that come to my mind uh, too is that most people are trading um, 
there's there's time and money. They're trading their time for money. They're they're looking to advance in their career, so they're they're not finding uh, any type of room to progress. And in 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 some cases, even the financial value is there. And then the environment and the culture. And so, as you're kind of like asking those questions, let's talk about that for a minute. Like maybe in a, give an example of where you've had someone in one one category or, diff, or the other that you've been able to recruit. Um, you know, I guess I'll give you an example. You know, a lot of times we think that we have to provide a better opportunity, like financially for someone to come be a part of the company. But when you when you talk to them and you have that discovery call and you're, you're, you're talking to them and you're saying, hey, you know, how do you like what you're doing? And you're just finding out, you can find out that, hey, you know, we may not pay the best or we may pay more, but that doesn't really matter. But what we have is a culture. We have an environment to help you succeed and to become better. And it's real important that you can touch on, hey, you know, like, uh, you know, our owner wants to develop individuals. You know, he wants to to professionally, financially, personally, yeah. and financially. And that and that's what you want, Tyler, is to to bring that into other people's lives. And so, when you go out there and we find people, there's so many people that are that they don't have that. And so, we can just touch on the the kind of like the the key points of what you've what you want as an owner to other people. And a lot of times people, that'll attract someone to the company just on that alone. And they'll even take a lower pay to be in that environment. So everybody has different needs that they're attracted to. Some want to be in part of a team. Some want to feel like their voice is heard. Um, some want money, you know, some want opportunity, um, a lot of different things. So so I want to I want to touch on that just for a second because uh, Sometimes, like, there's there's guys, especially that are already out there knocking on doors, they've been conditioned because of the industry that they're looking for the most pay. And I say that in quotation marks because there's there's companies that are offering this pay scale, that pay scale. Like, that's never changed. That's always existed. Like, back in our, our early days of knocking when we sold alarms, like, that's how people recruited. Like, they, they tried to throw a little bit better commission pay scale at you or pay you a flat rate versus an escalated pay. Like there was just all these things that, and that's how they tried to recruit. And I never did that. I, I honestly felt like if I was gonna invest my time and energy into somebody, there was no special deal. Like I wasn't gonna create some special deal to get you to come work with me. If it was a good fit, we were a good fit for each other and I felt like you were gonna commit yourself to the work and do the work, then I was 100% willing to commit to your success and give it everything that I have to help you achieve your financial goals. And because I treated it that way, I feel like I, I recruited a, a more solid, better rep that got better long-term results and actually ended up making more money. What I saw with some of the other teams that, that were recruiting against me for, you know, and, and throwing out quote unquote better pay scale is those guys were, weren't motivated properly and so, yes, they might have made more per individual sell, but they ended up selling less total volume. And so it didn't really matter that they made more on an individual sell because they didn't sell as much as what my reps did and they didn't have the type of quality that I trained my reps to sell to. And so my reps 
made way more on average than any other uh, office in the entire company, even even if they didn't have the the best quote unquote pay scale. Correct. Yeah. Out there. Yeah, and I've even seen that true in my own life, where times where I I thought, oh, because I have those skills, I could go take you know a different pay scale and perform better, but you you do miss out on things you know trainings and different things and so we have a lot of opportunities here where just to like it, it might be good for us to just point out some of the the things that would attract somebody to for energy and so one i think for me that that really stands out when i when i do a lot of my recruiting i i like telling stories it's not just because my last name is story but i feel like it's easy for people to relate to a story. And so when I, when I do that, I, I like to do the discovery. I like to find out you know, what they're doing. And then I kind of like to tie it in uh, into a whole story of, hey, this is what you're doing now. And imagine what it would look like if you came here. But one of the things that, that really stands out that's comforting to recruit someone to the company is that everything that the company has, the culture, it starts at the top. And so having, having it start at the top and having integrity in the company and having, uh, knowing that whatever goes wrong, that the owners are gonna take care of you and that they're gonna say, okay, we can, it may not be the easiest or the most, you know, may not always be a comfortable conversation, but the owners always have our best interests. And that's like coming down from the top, when you recruit industry people that may be from pest control or dish or alarms, solar, they've all had that experience. And that for me, is like one of the foundations. Hey, you know, you may get more, you may get less, but no matter what, you're gonna be taken care of when you come to Ford Energy. The owners will have you, they put effort into you because they want to make you better personally, professionally, and financially. And so, to me, that covers like so much when you're talking to individuals that you could say, hey, this is a great place because of one of those three things. And that, that brings like a foundation of then you can talk to. So that's a comforting thing for me, you know, that, hey, when we bring people in, we know that even at the, the, the highest level, at the owner level, that you're gonna take time for everybody. Like you always say, you know, in your office, you always have a minute for everybody to help people and to really make it better. And so, but you have a lot going on. And so as an owner, that, that's really nice knowing that we have that in the company at the top that whenever people need something that they can come to them. So that's one of the things that you get access to. What What's up else? Well, so just kind of, again, taking, something from that that I really feel like I, I want to share because if if I could paint this ideal world like I would love to just one-on-one -on -one individually work with every single rep that comes in and, and is part of our company but I know that's not realistic but I actually am super excited because we have talent under our roof that is just crazy like there's just some amazing people that are part of our organization right now like I've always believed Ever since I, I came on uh, and, and became a partner with Sean, I told him, I said, look, the best is, is yet to come. Like the best talent is, has not walked in our doors yet. And I, I constantly believe that. Like I just see us attract 
more and more talent all the time. And it's so fun and exciting for me because I have a lot of confidence in everybody that's, that's working and doing their part. So, you know, just recently I recruited my nephew and I, I had him move down here so that he could go out and, and work and learn and have these same kind of experiences that I've had. And I had full trust and confidence putting on a, on a team and saying, hey, you're gonna be watched over and taken care of and I don't have to work with you one-on-one -on -one and mentor you directly and, and teach you all these things because I know I already have leadership underneath this, this roof that can do that as good or better than I can. I trust them, I trust your success to them and for me that's like huge and you know Alex is one of one of the guys that asked this question of how do I recruit somebody that's a, a direct sales professional or a, a professional in a different industry that's not solar and I look at it and I go man just get to know them and let them rub shoulders with you and they will be attracted to you they will want to work with you and learn from you and be a part of whatever whatever it is that you're doing so that's the big that's the big answer right like Seek first to understand. Don't, don't go at them and try to put the, the full court press on recruiting them immediately, but get to know them. Like really understand what makes them tick, what drives them, what excites them and motivates them, what their aspirations are, so that you can connect dots and find commonalities. And then you can help them to, like Ty said, find their story, like paint a picture for them, show them the story about how they can accomplish that by working with you and how 4Energy can help them accomplish those things and make sure that they always know that like when they come here, they are important to us. Like we do care about their success, personally, professionally, financially. We are all in, willing to put as much energy and time and effort into their success as they are willing to put in themselves. And I think that, that right there is what will attract and retain really quality yeah. recruits. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, let's let's talk about maybe some some tactical things that you could be doing that that fit right into that. So, in getting to know people, you could be reaching out. So the way that you could be recruiting people would be reaching out uh, to individuals and and increasing your network. And then from there, you would start. So you could do that if you're on social media. You could do that if you're. Uh, if you're on the doors and come across other people, get to know people that way. Um, you know, then as you grow your friend network, then begin to comment and post, you know, or congratulate and be active, um, you know, in those channels. Maybe I could say something like this. With individuals, you, you market yourself directly. Like you, you market the opportunity directly. You talk to them directly and you reach out and you wanna connect with them one-on-one -on -one to understand them, right? But when it comes to the, the, the public, like on your social media, some of those kinds of things, now you do, it's more of an indirect, uh, you do it in more generalities, like a post where you say, man, I love what I do. Here's another customer that I was able to serve and help or, man, I love my team, my team is the, the best. We have this fun activity or like we just, we're this unit, we're so cohesive, I love what I do and you just speak in generalities like that and what that does is it catches the attention of people that are starting to notice you and that will, that will cause them to ask questions. They will, they will now start being drawn to you, like you will attract them. I was just listening to a, a quote recently and or a, a book, and I'm trying to remember who the quote came from. It seems like it was Jim Rohn, but he says, you've got to make yourself more attractive. 
and that didn't mean in a physical appearance type of way, but like just the things that you do, the way that you conduct yourself, you make yourself more attractive. People will start to be drawn to you. And so you're constantly t taking action to put yourself out there so that people know what you do, but then you can have direct impact by targeting the people that you know that you feel like would be good at this, that they're already in an industry where some of those skills are very easily transferable or some of their personality traits are very applicable to what it is that we do and you target them specifically. You're more of a headhunter there, right? Like you're hunting who you want to, to build your team with. When you're doing the generalities, it's more like fishing. You're just casting a net out there you're making your presence known as far and wide as you can so that people see you because then it'll draw people in to you. Yeah, that, that pretty much like wraps it all up, you know, the things that we've been, been saying. Just as a reassurance, I think sometimes people, when, when they hear that, to say, okay, I wanna, I wanna post that on you know, social media, but I might have a little bit of fear that maybe people think that I'm cocky or I'm arrogant. And, or I don't want to come across that way. Well, you don't have to come across that way. People are going to be attracted to you because of the way that you are. So don't be someone that you're not. Just be yourself because that will attract the people that want to be with you, you know, for that way, for those reasons, you know, that you, so be authentic when you're posting. Another thing is, uh, as far as posting on social media, so just a little challenge for you to look. Next time you're scrolling through Facebook, um, you can look at this because every time, uh, a lot of times people say, well, I don't know, I, you know, I post maybe once a week or something or twice a week and well, how much should I post? I don't want to do this. But to, to kind of prove a point to you, I want you to scroll through your Facebook next time you're, next time you're on there. And then when you stop scrolling or when you're done, you're about to close the app, look at the last post and it'll usually say, when that post was posted. It'll have like a time, like, you know, 30 minutes ago or one hour ago. And most likely, most people, they, they've done studies that most people don't scroll past three hours. So of all of their friends and their network that post, they don't scroll, they don't even get to someone that, so if Tyler posted something that was four hours ago, like most of the time people get on there, they scroll for a little bit, it only gets down to maybe three hours and then they close it. And so the fear that we have sometimes is like, oh, all my friends are going to see this and they're, they're going to think that I'm posting all the time. But most likely people aren't even seeing that. And so the next time they, you know, they, they had a few minutes at lunch break and then they get on in the evening or something like that and they're scrolling, they're not really going to see that. Um, and so it, it was interesting when you, when you learn that type of stuff, a lot of times those are maybe our own fears are things that are preventing us from maybe reaching out because we don't have the right knowledge. And as we get the right knowledge, we realize, hey, you know what? I could be posting stuff. I could be doing this a little bit more and people would see it. And Facebook is so good with the algorithms and different things, the things that get liked and not liked. And, and so it's not like you're gonna constantly, like your friends are gonna constantly see the exact same things from you because they're gonna be only scrolling for you know, a few minutes to get down to that three hour mark as well. And so, uh, you know, there would be nothing wrong if an individual wanted to post three times a day and was really taking this serious to say, hey, I wanna, I wanna post about, you know, uh, my company. I wanna post about something that I do in my own personal life. It doesn't always have to be all work stuff. Uh, one of the really uh, 
challenging things is just go go do something hard. Go go work out in the gym. Go hike a mountain. Go do some hard things. Go do some service and post those things because it'll really attract. It, it show you that you're not just about work and you're not just out there for those those reasons. It shows so, people who you really are. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's very so, good. So, uh, well, that's good. What what else do you have? I mean, you feel like we've covered some some things to to help out the tribe of give them some examples of how to recruit or what to really look for? Yeah, I think, I think the last thing that I would, would want to say is, guys, Ty used that word fear, which is just a false evidence against reality, right? Like that's a, an acronym that you can use for fear. Put away the fears. Like they're, it, it's, in, it's in your head more than it is a reality. You know, just take action. Like if we never start, it, nothing's ever going to change. Like, it's just like that first door of the day. Sometimes you get those butterflies and you're just like, man, I'm kind of scared because it's a brand new day. Yeah. I've got to prove myself. I've got to get over this rejection. And, and like you get these butterflies. And it's fear, which is just a false evidence against reality because there's nothing really scary about going out and knocking on a door. Just like when it comes to posting on social media or reaching out to friends, people in different industries, just trying to like recruit and build our teams, there's nothing to fear. We just got to rip the bandaid and take action. And if we take action, we will get results. And if we don't take action, then we just end up where we are and we say, oh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. And we don't want to shit all over ourselves. That's right. It's Tony Robbins. So <laughs> That's great. You know, and if you do, if you do get in the situation where you, you need help, there's your, your managers and leaders and all the way up to the very top of the company, nothing but a desire to help, to build, to grow. So hopefully this helps you'd kind of get an idea uh, of some tools to help you recruit, to have some more confidence to go do what you're doing. Um, you know, as, as we like to say here, if you work, it works. Let's get out there and get it.